Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you, if you, if you know what you need to be in him, just lose yourself for the Recorded next three seconds. Live. Give it over to God. We can't worry about what we can't fix. We can't worry about what the doctors say. I know that serve the living God, the mighty God, an awesome God. And because I'm serving an awesome God, there's no weapon that's formed against me that shall prosper. And when I think of his goodness and all that he's done for me, my soul has yes, yes, Lord. My soul has yes, yes, Lord. And I praise God. For saving me. Anybody know that he's a winner? Anybody know that he's a healer? Anybody know that's a provider? If you know God is able, somebody shout yes. If you know God's a healer, somebody shout yes. Yes, Lord. When I don't understand, yes, Lord. When I'm hurting, yes, Lord. And I don't know my way up or down. Is the yes the only Lord? Is the yes in the midnight? Yes on the new day. Yes, yes, yes. We are in this place. Give us a praise from down within that will go past our understanding. When the enemy hits us hard, we'll praise you a little bit hard. When the enemy gets on our back, we'll run a little bit longer. And send you the glory and the praise. I wish somebody would mind and pray to God with me this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good all the time. And all the time. I mean, if you know that, see, I don't want to ask if you believe that if you know that. Amen. Sometimes knowing is what gets you over the hump. Because believe it will cause you to something. Hello? Hello? Satan believes what he won't accept. Hello? So believing is the beginning stage of your growth in God. So when we understand that, that believing is what opens the door for me. Faith is what keeps me on the journey. Hello, somebody. And every day I wake up, I ought to be a little bit wiser and closer to the Lord than what I was the day before. Amen? We thank God for another day. Thank God for the praise and worship experience. And I just want to stay in worship mode, if y'all don't mind. In the nine as my grandmother would say, you got to rest back. Grab one of them old goodies. It's just a simple little 
him. And we said, my soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. Let his name. Yeah. <laughs> 
somebody this morning. I just need you to say, neighbor, God will take care of you. I'm going to ask you to do something a little different. I'm going to have you to move a little bit. Go to somebody and grab that person by the hand. Hallelujah. And you're going to move it this morning. Move it, move it, move it. Hallelujah. All right, all right. Y'all got to greet me. I said, neighbor. I'm sorry I didn't come to you first. But I need you to know that God will take care of you. Now come back to your seat and look at your center line. Y'all good about telling everybody else how to live, but you got to live it yourself. Come on, look in your mirror and say, self. Don't start tripping. Don't start tripping. Because a new trouble has arisen. Because a new trouble has arisen. God will. God will. Take care of you. Take care of you. You believe the report you're going to have praise? I said, give God a hand praise. God will take care of you. Every now and then we need a refresher and a reminder that God will take care of you. David, of course, is the author. And we know that at a young age, David 
was appointed and anointed to be the king. Even when folks look down upon David, it doesn't stop God from elevating you in your due season. Y'all don't hear me. See, just because you don't look for part to other people's eyes don't mean that God won't take care of you. David was considered the ruddy one. David was considered Mr. Insignificant. David wasn't counted as much because he was looked upon as a little shepherd boy. How many thank God for that little shepherd boy? See, I want you to know right now that somebody may be looking down upon you right now. Maybe it's a position that you have on your job. Maybe you're not in the upper echelon of the company, but you're a part of the company. And what you need to understand is that God has always strategically placed us where he needs us. And one thing that I understand is that people don't like to recognize the usher, but when Jesus come back to the church without spot nor wrinkle, the usher's going to be the first one to see him. Y'all don't want to talk. But when, when we understand that God is going to take care of us, look at somebody and say, keep on keeping on. When you keep on keeping on, you don't worry about accolades, and you don't worry about awards, you don't worry about acknowledgments. You know that sooner or later, Payday is coming because God will take care of you. Amen. And because he's going to take care of me, I need you to remember this. My daddy used to tell me this all the time, point number one. And I need you to say it in your country outdoor voice. Keep waking up. No, that wasn't country outdoor voice. Keep waking up. Keep waking up. My father used to always tell me, son, keep waking up. You'll start to understand. And as a young lad, I thought daddy was crazy. Well, what do you mean, keep waking up? But he kept on saying, son, keep on living. Which means you keep on living. You wake up to see another day that wasn't promised to you. You keep waking up, and you'll find out that God will take care of you. How many, at some point or another, when you face a level of trouble that you thought, this has got to be the worst I've ever been in, keep waking up. Because God gives you strength to walk right through that. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley. Our problem is we want to run. Sometimes you need to walk. See, I... I found out, I found out that that I was cheating myself because I was used to running. When I got to a certain age and a certain weight, felt like I couldn't work out like I used to work out because I was used to running. How many know that a good walk beats a brisk run? Y'all are going to get it. Sometimes when you're walking, you get to collect your thoughts and collect your strategic moves on how you're going to get through. So I begin to walk, and I begin to walk. What happens? What comes with walk? I start talking. When I'm walking and talking with the Lord, he keeps waking me up. 
And when I keep waking up to see another day, then all of a sudden you get inspired through the word of God. And you be like, hey, do I walk through the valley? Yeah. Well, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through, Lord. But while I'm still walking, that's what I'm doing. I'm going through. Amen. Yeah. I hadn't stopped. I hadn't so, so, succumbed to the attacks of the enemy that I throw in the towel and lay down. How many going to admit that you've been guilty of just laying to the side when trouble comes your way? Oh, Lord, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Lord, I can't take it no more. Somebody say, get up. Get out. And get loud. See, folks say it's going to take all that. You don't know what all the devil been doing to me. All right, man. You don't know what all he's been doing to me. So every chance I get, I'm going to wave my bell. Because God is good to me. Amen. When I realize how good he is. See, y'all, y'all don't look at somebody. Look at them. See, you're looking at a miracle. You, you, you think I'm playing, don't you? You're looking at a miracle. What was that, Wednesday, sister friends? Thursday? Huh? Thursday. I'm supposed to be in a hospital. I'm supposed to have at least one broken bone. But my God Thank you, Lord. will take care of me. Y'all don't, y'all don't hear me, y'all. I fell. Landed on my knee. On concrete. From eight feet. Somebody say, tuck and roll. Landed on the knee, hopped around, looked around, see the number. Nobody see me fall. All right. Struck it out a little bit, stressed it out. I said, I'm going to be all right. Got stiff, but could have been broken. Thank God for healing. Couldn't hardly walk like I wanted to walk, but I am walking. And everything gives thanks. So when you do have a problem, stop focusing on the problem. See, the problem is not why you got the problem. The problem is to see what you're going to do with the problem. Y'all don't, y'all, 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 y'all don't hear me. See, you, you all right as long as stuff is in your favor. You know, y'all get all happy. Everything is working together for my good till trouble comes. But when the trouble comes, you got to remember that it is good right now. Amen. It is good even when I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but I know God got away. So when I understand that if I keep waking up, it never ceases to amaze me. How when you read God's word, no matter how many times you have read the scripture, it can give you a different message each time. That's what messes man up, because man reads God's word like the newspaper or magazine. When God, through Paul, told Timothy how to read his word, he said, study thy word. Don't just read it. That's why he's saying all by getting, get what? And understand. That means translation, study. When you study God's word, it gives you 
a deeper appreciation for what he'll do for you. So you keep waking up. Number two, a promise is a promise. Somebody say that. A promise, a promise. is a promise. It's a promise. Listen to what he said. He said, I've been young, and now I'm old. It's amazing that when you're 20, you think 30 years old. Keep on waking up. When you get 30, you think 50 sounds old. Keep waking up. Hello, somebody. What David is acknowledging here, he says, I've been young and dumb, and God still kept me. I should be a little older and wiser. I ought to know he's going to keep me. Y'all, 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 y'all don't want to talk this morning. When I understand that things I used to do, I don't do no more because I know better. You can't expect nobody to do better if they don't know better. Hello? You say, well, why do you keep doing that? Because this is all I know. A drunk don't stop drinking until he's been shown he can stop drinking. Hello? I'm a witness. You say, you ought to just stop. Show me how. Here's the problem. You want to take something but don't want to give me nothing to replace it with. Hello? You need to stop that. Well, give me something else to do. I'll stop it. Hello? Which means that what you're, what you're chasing, what you're chasing is a dream. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, women, men, all of the above, you're chasing a ghost. When the only ghost that can help you is the Holy Ghost. So when you understand that, that, that when, when Jesus comes into your life, and he begins to replenish where you're maltreating, y'all. Some of you keep going into these dumb, dumb relationships because you're malnutrition. You have not understood the spiritual quench that God can feel to make you complete. You think if a man is on your hip, you become complete. You think if a woman is on your hip, you become complete. You think that with a certain job, you you become complete. You need to understand the power of God's word. You need to understand the power of self-perseverance. You need to understand that God gave you authority just like he gave the preacher authority. He said, because if any man gets sick, let him lay hands on himself. Some of you are getting sick waiting on the preacher to come pray for you. Not that that's a bad thing. But what if a preacher gets an accident on the way to come see you? Are you going to stop your faith? You better lay your hands on yourself and say, Lord, look, and pray for the preacher to get here. Amen? So when we understand that, that when, 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 when God promised that he said, I've yet not seen the righteous forsaken. What was the key word there? Righteous. Righteous. A promise is a promise. If you give your life to God, 
God shall take care of it. Amen. Amen. It's not that complicated. We, man, has made it complicated. The Pharisees and the Sadducees spent a lot of time in the Word, but didn't understand the Word. Paul told them in Acts 17, he said, now these people are studying the Word every day, and they'll be able to dissect the Word, but can you understand the truth? Because Jesus Christ was in the flesh. And it was the same ones that said they was in the Word that is yelled, crucify him. It was the same ones who didn't understand that, that the very thing they was reading about was right there in their presence. Isn't it strange that, that you be asking God for a way out and it's right there in front of you and you don't even understand, you're, you're so dumb spiritually that you don't understand that everything you have is right there within you. He says he was there all the time waiting patiently. Waiting for what? Waiting for you to get over yourself. Waiting for you to get out your feelings. Waiting for you to understand that it's bigger than you. Waiting for you to realize that until you succumb, it doesn't matter what they think about you, y'all don't hear me. If I'm happy within my own skin, then why am I losing sleep over you? You ain't saved, okay? Okay, you ain't saved because you're wearing boots. But maybe these boots are the only pair of shoes I got. You think I need to get saved? Help me get saved. Buy me a pair. I wear a size 12. And if, since you're buying them, I want some, I want some alligator lace-ups. Since you're buying them for me. You know, you, you know, you're, 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 you're not saved because of what you're wearing. I just don't believe that God was so consumed about what you had on when he said, come as you are, my Lord. He said, when you come as you are, you won't leave as you came. But you gotta understand that God's gonna take care of me. When I get my mind right and my heart right, see, when God begins to convict you from within, everybody say from within. See, people don't have to tell you what you need to get rid of. God gonna start talking to you. He's gonna start moving stuff off of you. And see, God will give you what you can handle at one time. He said, Okay, now I need to get them to point C. But they started at A. Now we got to get them to B so they can understand what C is all about. I can't zip them all the way through expecting them to keep up. See, we got a problem. Everybody want to be brought up, but most people are being drugged up. Ah, come on, now. Come on. Go around. Go. And then they, they come up and they think they understand the ways of God when you understand the ways of man interpreting God. That's a big difference. But usually we call that dogma. D-O-G-M-A, dogma, study it. And it simply says man's interpretation of what God said. When you study the word doctrine, you might say doctrine. Doctrine, doctrine is what God said. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all look at that. Deuteronomy. 
don't know why I got plenty. In Deuteronomy 22nd verse, he says that a man should wear anything, no, a woman should wear anything that pertains to a man, nor should a man wear anything that pertains to a woman. And for years, we have interpreted as women shouldn't wear pants. For years. Now, if that's what you understood at that time, okay. But don't get stuck in the mud. Because God will take care of you. Does anybody understand the history of pants? The first pair of pants that were ever made were for a woman. For a woman who worked in the fields. Because when her visitation came, the pants would catch whatever excess so it wouldn't contaminate the fox. They didn't teach us that. Study to show thyself approved. Now, if those were made. Now, anything too revealing is not good. I shouldn't be able to see your pulse beating through your pants. All things must be done decent and in order. You shouldn't see my pulse beating through my pants. Hello? You shouldn't be able to use your imagination through my pants. Amen. I shouldn't be able to use my imagination through your clothes. Hello, somebody. Because we are peculiar people, we must dress according to God's standards. So a promise is a promise. Don't let man trip you up from God's vision for you. Hello? If God spoke to you, and you know God spoke to you, who are you going to believe? Well, Pastor, God spoke to me and told me what God ain't told me that. About you. God ain't told me that about you. Wait a minute, Pastor. I mean, I do talk to the Lord. I do talk. Now, I know God uses me in prayer, and I know God you. I've talked to many of you one-on-one, and, and God is you, but, but God ain't giving me everything about you. Some things he's going to let you know. Hello? If you need to understand when God is talking, not man, or not Satan talking to you. Because anything, everybody say anything. Amen. Anything God gives you is going to be backed up in his word. No matter what year it is, it's going to be backed in his word. I, I, I laugh. People say, well, you know, children don't come with instructions. Yes, they do. Yes, sir. It's called the Bible. Amen. You know, they don't, they don't teach us about, about intimacy. Yes, they do. It's in the Bible. And, and, and let me help somebody get on the way. You, you might need to tighten your relationship up in your household. I, I encourage you and your spouse to share in Song of Solomon. Amen. Starting around four chapter. All I say is make sure the children are sleeping. But we don't learn about those things in God's house. We learn about that out of the house, out of the covenant of God. So what we've learned of God's purity has been contaminated. And wonder why we struggle. 
We're confused in a very gift that God gave us. Everybody got here through that process, but we won't teach about it in the house of God. Let me move on. Let me move on. A promise is a promise. Oh, my God. I can't believe Pastor Solomon. It's in the Bible. We can't just get stuck on the scriptures that's going to give you money. We got to get stuck on scriptures that's going to improve your life. We got to get stuck on scripture that's going to give you a complete understanding on how to live and stop existing. Because you're existing, hoping for change to come when you are the initiator of change coming in your life. You want something to change in your life, you start moving. The word said, occupy till I come. Well, God, I need you to start moving. Start moving in this direction and see, don't it start changing? He may not come when you want him, but he will be there on time. What I'm finding out day by day, I was arguing with my doctor. This friends, I need you to lose 20 pounds. Man, man, I gave you 10. That's it. I need you to lose 20 more. Man, I'm not, I'm not hard. I mean, look, I see your fine. I had a gauge. This is my personal gauge. I said, well, Lord, if my stomach don't get where I can see my feet, I'll be all right. <laughs> that, that, that was my personal gauge. Y'all laughing. Some of y'all got some stuff. Y'all, I'm just man enough to admit mine. But then God said, God said, all he said was one word to me, move. Move where, Lord? My house saved for <laughs> Boy, it took y'all a while, but y'all caught it. Yeah, that went on the way home. Oh, that's what passed for a minute. But God said, move. Went from one room to the next. And he kept saying, move. What is he talking about? And I went. Into my studio, my man came. Looked at this piece of equipment, these two pieces of equipment that I had for a little while. How many of y'all get motivated by some stuff and then throw it in a corner? I'm going to say, ouch, it's me, Lord. Ouch, it's me, Lord. And so when I walked out there in the man came, the Lord said, move. I said, that? <laughs> So you know, you know, when 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 see change is tough. Change is tough. And anything that's going to get us close to God is going to start a change. Anything that's going to impact your life is going to start a change. So I got on there. I started working. I worked, I worked, and I got to, oh, I'm tired. How long was I on there? Two and a half minutes. Y'all laughing. Someone said, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Y'all laughing. I said, Lord, look, help me. Look, look, yeah, look. Got the two and a half minutes, then went like a fifth. All right. 
You just killed everything. <laughs> you was trying to, I'm trying to help somebody. See, y'all keep wondering why you're buffing your head. God's going to take care of you, even when you don't know how to take care of yourself. So I got on there the next day. I went from two and a half minutes to three minutes. Oh, that's an improvement. Take another step. As the time went on, I got up to five minutes. Then I said, I'm going to stretch myself. I'm going to go on 15 minutes. I told y'all when I got up to 17 minutes and I got that new phone, I like to kill myself. I thought I was going from 17 minutes. I had to sit on 17 hours. Like, Lord, that, that ain't the right way. <laughs> but now, because I've been moving, God's taking care of me. He said, stop using the clock. Go to that cave and stop. 40 minutes. 45 minutes. 52 minutes. And I'm just going, what am I trying to say? See, you're trying to set a standard that God has already fallen to see. No matter how high you set your standard, God's standard will never be met long as man is setting the, the, the bar. Next thing I know, so I'm feeling better. <laughs> I'm going to the doctor in September. I can't wait to go. Because <laughs> I was lost 17 times. Okay. <laughs> what am I trying to say? God will take care of you when you want to be taken care of. When you want to be taken care of. But see, it's just like anything in life. If you want to really be saved, you'll get saved. If you want to be kept, you'll be kept. The enemy's job is to keep all of us off course. I have to come to the realization, I can't drink one person. That's my kryptonite. You know what your kryptonite is. Don't try to fool yourself to think that I can get away with it. No, you can't. You know what else I can't deal with? Y'all pray for me on this. I can't eat nothing, nothing less fried chicken. I can't eat it because it'll make myself go crazy. But God operates in everybody differently. It doesn't mean he can't use me because I can't eat fried chicken. You know, my criteria was man wasn't called if you don't eat chicken. So he didn't call the priest. You don't eat chicken, God didn't call you. That was my little personal gaze of saying it's all right to eat what? Fried chicken. Blood level. I can't drink coffee. Oh, Lord is right. <laughs> you know, I was good for two, three cups a day. But it makes me go crazy. I said, coffee, Lord? I said, Lord, I, ain't even, I wasn't even drinking sugar. I said, two creams and a coffee. My stuff was going crazy. I said, what? Well, guess what? Regulates me. Beets, okra, oatmeal. What's the French? Oatmeal. I'm going to oatmeal it to death. <laughs> 
Why? Because he said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. God will take care of you. Everything that you need is right here on planet Earth. Y'all don't hear me talking. Number three, there's they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Now, waiting is not the waiting that we're accustomed to. See, we think waiting means doing nothing. But we spoke earlier, he said, occupy. Till I come. I asked God to give me an acronym for wait. And here it is. Y'all ready? Worship at intense time. Think about the worship, that's the W, at intense time. That means that, that when the devil hits me hardest is when I must pray the loudest. I cannot be looking at my situation and hoping for a way out. Somebody help me say, I'm going to praise my way out of it. I'm going to praise my way out of it. If the money is funny and the change is strange, ain't no sense of staying at home. You might as well come in praise. Because what you don't realize is while you're trying to hide, there ain't nobody. David hid in a cave. When he was already anointed to be the king. Y'all don't want to hear me. Because of a woman threatening him. I'm a king of you. And he hid in the cave, but God sent a raven to feed him. He hid in the cave until he got enough courage to do what? Come out of that cave. Some of you need to come out your cave right now. You understand that waiting or worshiping at intense times that when the doctor gives you a bad report. I'm so excited tomorrow. Tomorrow's the seventh, right? My brother got his last treatment, and he's going to rain that bed. Y'all might have to excuse me. Mom might have to catch a red eye to go see my brother in the flesh so I can praise God with him. You understand what I'm saying? I already told you that my baby girl, my big baby, she, she's cancer-free after eight-month battle. So God is working it out. But if you notice, I could not, even though my hurting, I still had to worship at intense times. How many are going through some intense times right now? And you feel the pressure on every end. And if you're going to be honest with me, you've been lazy spiritually. You've been like, Lord, uh-huh. I'm just tired. I just need to rest. Lord, let me, let me rest, Lord. You know my heart. Yeah, you know your heart. That's why he sent Jesus. How many would understand that, that if I just got up and gave them the best I had, that's the beginning of your process to know that God's going to take care of you? How many would be willing to get up this morning and start your process of recovery? How many are going to say, Lord, here I am right now, and I'm ready to give it back to you? I've tried to fix it. 
I tried to work it out, but, Lord, I know that it's already worked out according to your word, according to your will, according to your plan. And whatever you would have for me, Lord, I'm ready. If you believe that report, will you stand with me this morning? And this old song, it happened to be one of my favorite ones. And what I like about it, it's good for a moment just like this. It simply says, I believe. Y'all remember that? Now, whatever you're believing God for, we're going to sing this song. And when you feel, when you feel God has spoke to you to come to the altar, you're going to come to the altar still singing that song. I have my mansion now. Oh, I believe. I believe. I believe I have my medicine now. Oh, I believe I believe the
standing at this altar, believing in your word, believing in your promise, God. We're not going to listen to man, and we're sure not going to listen to the devil. Because you said by your stripes we are healed. Not just in a physical healing, but in a monetary healing. In a spiritual healing. In an emotional healing. And I believe your report on this morning, God. We're standing here at this altar saying, I believe you, I believe you. I believe Now you said faith is the evidence of being hopeful. And Lord, I know my change is coming. Do you believe your change is coming? Do you believe your change is coming? I believe Yes. Because you want to get out here. Yes. You want to help us out. 
we're going to let the Lord have his way each and every time we come together. Temple, let's show our listening audience some praise, some thanks. We got to go, but it ain't over.
I
Well, I know Brother Ruiz, he had a birthday last week or week before last. Uh-huh. Last Friday, yes, sir, at least. And, and uh, I, I just found out after the fact. So, Brother Ruiz, I got a thing that we do. Saying happy birthday to each other around here. He said, bang on. You got to, you got to stand up I'm telling you, you said it once. Brother Louise, you don't mind telling them how old you are. Just a nine. Just a nine. God is good. You don't look 59. You don't look 59. I got 59. That's what I used to do. He said, 728. Yeah, he was calling number. You know, he had an old number there. Yeah, she was put wrong. Yeah. So with that being said, y'all, this is so cleared up. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Elder Ruby. Happy birthday to you.
Amen. Amen. I say unto one, I say unto all, God is the devil's voice. Oh, somebody encourage them and let them go. Amen. Hey, how you feeling, man? I'm good. You good? I'm tired of traveling. You tired of traveling? Where you got to go now? No, my mom's birthday was on the 30th, and I wasn't able to do that because I was in New Orleans. Okay. So I ordered. Hey. You good? I'm good. All right. But I didn't hope to get the tattoo at the good age of 49. You got, you got a tattoo? No, she's going to get one. Like, I told her for her birthday, I was like, I'm going to do something. What's she going to do? Probably. You know, probably some real, but it's not doing it. Hey, you doing all right? I am. I've been missing you these last couple of months. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, keep it going now. All right. Okay. We're going to be doing next week. And Cam is traveling with a basketball team. Okay, is he liking it? He's snacking. You know, they like that. I did respect the type of person uh, amongst the team. Well, that's good. That's, that's good. Keep them, keep them on that grind. Yeah. I bet. I mean, great. Okay. It was below average, but my sister is like 10. Hey. Okay. Okay. Hey. You doing all right? All right. You can't just take it off. Okay, okay, I'll be here. No, no. It's bigger than that. No, no, take the press off yourself because they did it, but they just did it in different levels, in different angles. Now, because I don't know if six grades they hold back, but next year I know. Did he show any signs of improvement? Huh? You're talking about his heart. Well, just throughout the year. Great. Great. But overall, I mean. Take that press off yourself. That stuff going to become. Water. Well, it's going to work hard, but that stuff's going to become our feet up. Okay. I'm afraid about it. And I'm just like, Lord, help me to know what I need to do to help me to get on our healthy See, the, the, the struggle that I have with education, they try to teach everybody the same message. Everybody don't, don't take any information. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you got to teach the people where they are to get them what they need to take. It's just like with my, I can use $3 words, but if a 10-cent word is going to work, let the 10-cent word do what it do. Yeah, I think what I have to do is just, Class work, graded work, mm-hmm. reinforce it, ask it to like explain to me so we are learning, like how he's learning. Or right, right. Explain it to where he's in better. Absolutely. I won't trust the advisors. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't think that helps me. And it, 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 like, each year, each one of them kids that went through 
dancing. He's on the on, on, on autopilot. Uh-huh. Like, he's like, wow, what happened to these other kids? And is that, that testosterone is something else. Yeah, that's what I was like. Maybe he got out there, new people, faces, like a girl. Because he might not tell you. Yeah, he might not tell you. But that was a whole new topic world for him. Then they like you back? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, and he's already a big guy for us. He's literally the big man on campus. So, it's going to balance out. It's going to balance out. Yeah. yeah, it's already worked out. Plus, we didn't have a thought. A co- we had a couple of intense thoughts. He was somewhere. He had spent the night with us. I don't remember. I, I leave track of it. Oh. Well, it was, it was only a couple of things. Well, no, no, but they want football, basketball, well, both basketball, football. Um, not necessarily men's track. Uh, golf. How to play softball? Baseball, baseball, softball, baseball. You got it like three at a hundred percent for football and basketball. Now, A hundred for golf. Golf, right? That was just important to me. Wasn't a large recruiting class, man. Like, athletic. Housing, we got kids in. Living the hotel, going to get contaminated. Yeah, already you got a nice luxury new storm, and then you got to pay with. When is it? Yeah, because uh, Baca has that very strong game. That's right, on, on that Friday against, uh, well, they played the 18th out at Edinburgh. Yeah. Who they playing at home? I'm not sure. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. 24? Okay. Right, 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 right
So, so that number was alarming when you look at it. I I love Brown and the staff there. They did a great job. But again, when you're dealing with a venue that holds 18,000 people, and the numbers that we put in there, it didn't look like it was you know, very well attended. I think in our discussions with Delmar, nothing finalized yet, but we have started those discussions. But we think it's a little bit more intimate. We think it's still used
Right now, I just probably need a little bit of water. Got a cup on the table. Coffee cup. Might uh, sugar meat in there? No, you know what? It might be in the... uh, you see them cashews in there? I was asking, did you see my uh, my sugar tester in there? See my sugar tester. My arm is right over there, right? My sugar tester might be in my room, by the way. Thank you.
So four fifty, I mean just five like four hundred, one fifty. Alarm. What's the little girl's name?
No, I didn't. Yeah, they yeah, they gonna roll it up.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.